Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Doll Space. And the joke is, it's actually episode eight. Annie, I don't know if you noticed, but no, we missed an episode. There is no episode five or six when you go into no. like the list. Are you True. serious? Yes. Like I was looking at it the other day. One of, there's there is an episode that just doesn't exist. So that's sorry, really haters. Funny. Clearly, our followers aren't that number savvy. No eagle eyes. Yeah, because no one's called that out to us. But that's funny. ain't it just the darn truth? Well, I haven't been keeping track either. We also don't have a date that we put this out. Sometimes we miss a week. It's- yes. We used to be like, let's put this out on Thursdays or Wednesdays based on like nothing. And then we realized. Let's just put it cares. out when we get around to recording it. Yeah. Or let's- when we're in person, which yeah. always takes precedence, which we are right now. We are currently in person. Annie's at my house. She's sitting on my couch and I just disassociated so hard. I had to go to the bathroom and put water on my face. And it worked. Uh, it did kind of work. Yeah, I, don't know. I thought you were going to just bail on this whole thing no, which no, no, I, no i would understand thank you but no i'm trying my hardest recently followers i've become someone that disassociates <laughs> i don't know if it's called disassociation or derealization both of them are oh. a thing one of them is like i'm not here and the other one is like i'm also I'm not here, here but i'm watching are you watching like yourself out of your body or no 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 i'm in, in my bo- body i'm very stuff. much in my body but it feels like like you know when you like remember a dream Mm-hmm. that's how it feels mm. it's like everything's fuzzy you're there but like it's distorted like the sound is just dist- this is exactly what happens when i smoke weed oh it's literally the same thing whenever i smoke weed i just like don't know that's true sounds really sounds really fuck with me it's like you sound louder than you should whoa and you're blurrier oh, so it's not like wah, wah, wah. no 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 oh. although Sometimes when I smoke weed, it will be want, want, want Charlie Brown's parents. Well, that sounds like so annoying. Anxiety. I know. Just straight up. I know. Which is why I want to announce right now that I got to get pregnant soon because all of my. <laughs> oh, hey, not where. I thought you were like, actually, I have to end. No, no. All of my anxiety is from drinking. Oh. Like I have like one drink. It doesn't matter. One drink, five drinks doesn't matter. I will be anxious the next Just day. Just one? It literally doesn't matter. I've noticed. It's almost like quit drinking. Why do you keep drinking? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like I'm an idiot. Well, it's true. You're you're gonna get pregnant and you're not gonna drink and you're gonna see because right now you're like that would be crazy to just not drink for nine months. But but you will and then you'll be like oh I feel great. I can't wait. It must happen. I've literally said this every year for the last three years on New Year's Day specifically because me and Joe have gone hard both New Year like well, last yeah. New Year's and the year before and. Damn, we know we're going hard this New Year's. Oh, are we ever? Joe and I are getting married New Year's, everyone. That's in three weeks. Yeah. And (laughs) very normal to have anxiety. Like, I'm going to be anxious three weeks out from my wedding. Yeah. It's just too much to think about. It's too much to think about. And it's a major life move. I don't really care about the life move part. I'm more just like the anticipation to this massive event is, is exhausting to me. Yeah. And with how much work you know has gone into it, it's kind of like, hopefully it all goes well. Yeah, hopefully. But you don't have a little bit of like, oh, I am like legally, like getting legally bound. Like I, that's in there for me too. Even like five months away, I am very aware like this is the last time I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before yeah. and I feel like I got legally bound when I bought this condo. Yeah. With Joe. No, but I bought a house with Luke. I don't yeah. feel that legally bound to him yet. Because there's no consumerist 
party around buying a house with someone, but you are legally bound to him. I guess, but like, I guess it's just, I don't, I don't see it that hard to just sell something. I do see like a divorce as like, whoa. I think either way at this point, like you're splitting your life apart if you break up. Like sell something, you have to move. Like people that don't get married yeah. that break Maybe up after 10 years. also because you guys have a dog. Yes, the dog too. But I'm saying like even people that don't get married, like if you're with someone for 10 years, like for example, Sam and Tom yeah. been together 10 years. It's like they're not married either way. Them breaking up would be crazy. I don't think after 10 years they get married next year. It's going to be that much of a difference if they broke up. I think it would still be like pretty catastrophic I agree with that I just I don't know why I feel like I think it's, it's gonna be different I think when... it's pretend I think really it, yeah I think it's like I think it's like people telling you that and I don't how could it be that different like you know what I mean like how could after like yeah. uh like it just I think it's pretend I don't know I feel like right now like I'm Annie and he's Luke and then when we're married we're like a new family you are a family right now though we're a family but like we're we're not a new family oh you want to be a brand new family (laughs) with his last name yeah okay got it I'm not taking Joe's last name so maybe that's no I don't I definitely don't think it has maybe I'm not really getting married (laughs) maybe I'm not gonna start a new family no I don't know I I think it's me um like over I don't know, over-dramatizing yeah. some of these moments. Yeah. Because, like, I know, it, it shouldn't be that different. And honestly, I don't know. I've never been married before. Maybe it won't feel different at I all. I feel like, well, I don't know. Our other friend, Katie, says that she feels very different or she right. felt different when she was engaged and she feels different when she's married. But I also think that that's something that she leans into. Too. I didn't. Yeah. But I never thought I would. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a mental thing. Like if you really like believe in marriage, which obviously to an extent I do as well. Like Mm -hmm. I like the idea. I think it's pretty hardcore. Yeah. But I never thought like, oh, when I get engaged, I'll feel different. And so the moment when you and Joe bought this condo, was that probably, was that the moment where you're like, okay, I've committed to you. That was a moment where I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like when my, when you did that, I was like, oh shit too. And that's why I remember it because you guys told us so casually kind of, and we didn't know it was coming. So it was like, whoa, like that was like, you guys got married basically. I know. Didn't tell your friends. That's what I'm saying. That was like way more intense for me because we had to go to a lawyer. We were only together for just under two years. Yeah. We had to like sign all this paperwork and it was like, okay, if this doesn't work out, this is what you do. And I feel like that was such a big step that like yeah. by the time you put a ring on it and it's like, okay, we're doing this. We already live together. It turned out it went, it went well. Yeah. We didn't have to move. We didn't sell our place and now we're getting married. Like, duh. Yeah. So. I yeah. Don't I, I don't, you're right. Maybe it is the buying something. Cause we didn't, we bought something together after we were already engaged, but, yeah. and maybe that's why engagement felt like, whoa, this is the step because obviously I knew that we were going to like end up together, but there is always before you, explicitly say that out loud there is always a like I don't know yeah and if you take forever to propose like I might be over this and Luke did take forever to propose (laughs) yeah but if he had taken a second longer oh my god then he was if he didn't propose end up proposing that summer at all I would actually be like okay there's the door Luke gave us permission to talk shit about him this uh episode he was literally (laughs) like why aren't you guys like trying harder at your podcast like try and blow it up what are you doing and yeah, then, we were like, oh, we didn't know you cared or yeah. even thought about our podcast yeah. at all. You and he was never like, listened. you don't even listen. And he's like, well, you tell me not to. And she's like, right, I'd like to speak freely. <laughs> and he's like, talk shit about me. I don't care. Whatever it takes. <laughs> so and great. then I said, whatever it takes, I know I can make it through, which is the Degrassi 
like theme song and he went I don't even know what that is but just do it <laughs> Right Dude over- has seen a half an episode of Degrassi. And yeah, like, he's seen like just slightly less than I have. Yeah, he. Uh, no. Oh, LV's seen more than you. LV's seen more Degrassi than me for her sure. Dog. My <laughs> dog exclusively watches Degrassi when I'm out of the house so that her auntie can speak to her. Yeah, so nice. So cute. I feel like I watched Degrassi a lot more when it was like on much music. And if like Emma and I were chilling, we'd be like, oh, fuck, Degrassi's on. I wonder if it's an Annie episode. But like, yeah, you're not also when you were first up. on Degrassi. If you missed the episode, like we didn't have streaming. You had to watch it live. You had to watch it live. So I yeah. think like back we then. We ended up watching it. I mean. We ended up watching it when you got DVDs to our condo. Remember yes. you showed me that prom episode and I fucking hated Christine. Christine, <laughs> yeah. you loser. The prom <laughs> episode, you know, Fimogen. What's She gets so mad. I get so mad Imogen. at the real characters. Imogen. Yeah. You're Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. Imogen was such a loser in that episode. I couldn't deal. Uh, the Degrassi episodes used to be on YouTube, but they're not anymore because Amazon like bought the back catalog. So FYI, it's on Amazon. But actually, oh. this isn't an ad because I don't make any money from that. So Do you actually not make a cent? No. Is that the deal with streaming? I guess. So all your residuals were all just based off like cable reruns? Yeah. Because streaming wasn't a thing. So That's insane that they can yeah. buy a catalog and just use your name and likeness in perpetuity and not give you a fucking cent for the rest of your life. I agree. I understand why we went on strike literally like I want to start one up here like it sucks I kind of thought I was gonna make more money off of that in my life because yeah. I thought like cable would just because continue. most people that are on tv do yeah and bigger stars and it's do. such like, a rerun show anyway and like, every time is... the friends catalog gets sold they make like millions of dollars every time it gets sold so I'm like how come that doesn't happen to people like I think it's just like a tier system like yeah people or with... whatever they had in their contract maybe was a little bit more like um, if in the, the future something ambiguous. called streaming exists, we're going to give you a million dollars. <laughs> well, and who stream. knows what kind of stake or something they had in their contract? Like, I'm sure my contract was the most basic, like nothing thing. I'm yeah. a kid, like, yeah. and I was going to take it no and matter Canadian, what. Canadian for fuck's and sakes. Canadian. But what I was going to say is, it used to be on YouTube, and uh, so it was like very easy to just like watch if you wanted to. And Luke like never really watched Degrassi, mm-hmm. but then when we broke up for those two months. He like watched you. Degra- yeah, like he like watched Degrassi then, and then he told me that later when we got back together, he was like, "Oh, I used to like watch Degrassi." I was like, "That is so funny. You've never cared about it before, yeah, and has not cared about it since." Oh my god! So I don't know how much of Degrassi he watched, but I don't I think really much. don't like. I really don't lean into the Degrassi thing enough anymore. Like when we live together, when we live, call me Degrassi. I still do. Um, but when we live together, remember the fucking pranks I used to pull on you? Like she'd be walking down the street. I know I need to move in. (laughs) She, she'd be walking down the street and I'd like film her from my bedroom window, walking down the street and then put the Degrassi theme song over it and like post it on my Instagram story and be like oh Fiona back at it or whatever like look remember at you you did that when we would sit on our couches and have our computers and you played that once or you played some oh scene my and god I was like this is why I don't come home yeah she got so mad there was no it was it was a line from you being like hey I'm Fiona and I'm an alcoholic I've learned oh, yeah. so much in the last year it's crazy it's, it's crazy. so crazy and I would just keep replaying the line I'd be like what about that thing and then I just click the soundbite of you going it's so crazy and you'd be like what the fuck are you doing this is why I don't come home yeah you were pissed I think your neck was out that day too I think you were looking at an easel <laughs> yeah. and he fucking cricked her neck and then she had to buy an easel so she was just like staring <laughs> like a Victorian student bizarre <laughs> I had to like crank it open and close <laughs> um also I swear you like 
could have invented TikTok had you had the I like, know. technology because you really treated your Instagram stories like your TikTok exactly. Like yeah. what you see, if you follow Sam on TikTok, which you probably do, how yeah. else would you know about this podcast? Hopefully. No, um, someone, by the way, someone wrote in being like, came for Annie, stayed for Sam. So you're bringing people into this podcast big time. Oh, yeah. so happy to hear that. Star power. Um, And what the fuck do you mean stayed for Sam? <laughs> <laughs> didn't stay for Annie? <laughs> Bitch. Um, but yeah, you, like your social media presence has always been like this. It's and just that you I didn't used have to use an that audience. app Dub Smash. Or, yes. And that was, that then turned to Musical.ly, yes. which then turned to TikTok. So I was fucking... Finger on the trigger. It's so true. And like just the pranks you would do and the like running jokes. Like you, you really, I so see how you are good on TikTok because it was like meant to be like before it was even a thing you knew how to use it. We should play that game soon that we made up on my Instagram back Uh in the day. Quick sit down. Oh yeah. We had this trend. That was such a good trend because one time I sat on, okay, we were standing up on our carpet okay we're standing up on the floor and then Annie went to sit down or no I sat down just on the carpet and I didn't use my hands and Annie's like that's fucking crazy that's how you sit down from standing position like (laughs) you don't put a hand down and I'm like I don't know like try and catch me off guard so I'd just be walking and she'd go quick sit down and then I'd sit down and then we'd see and then I would do it to her and we saw how we sat down and then we'd do it again to see how we stood up and which hands we used to like propel ourselves up and we realized that I used no hands for both I was like a spring like my legs were like a a collapsible chair like I just went boom and boom (laughs) yes you were like a slinky I was like a slinky and you were like a normal person putting your hand down to like maybe that's something from being pretty because you just really don't want to hurt yourself Because you're so beautiful. You know that thing? Hurt yourself. Beautiful people don't want to hurt themselves. Beautiful people have higher risk, like, aversion because they're like, I'm so perfect. I can't possibly hurt myself. (laughs) Sam, what the fuck? Also, oh, yeah, and you're like a dog. I'm uglier than you. Doesn't care. Flinging yourself down. Yeah, I'll fucking faceplant for fun. I don't give a shit. I am risk averse. I would say that, but I don't think pretty it's... people don't dye their hair. You eventually dyed your hair, so I'm proud of you. But pretty Thanks. people don't because they won the genetic lottery. They know what they have subconsciously. I'm not saying you were going around saying I'm so gorgeous. I have to sit down with my hands and I can't dye my hair. <laughs> but subconsciously, beautiful people. I are did less not risk- want to change anything about my appearance for a because long you're time. stunning. But I say it, say it, queen. I don't think that's the same thing as quick sit down. Yeah, I don't think it has. It's the same as sitting down, not wanting to change anything about your appearance. Yeah, and I can see down how that things. could be like because I think I'm pretty. Like I don't want to change anything. I get that, <laughs> but sitting down has nothing to do with. Oh, that. okay. Well, this was just a think piece. If anything, I was thinking that I'm like, oh, maybe that's why your legs are so toned because you like use them exclusively. Spring. You don't. Yeah. You don't like compensate with other parts of your body. And alternatively, my arms, I use them <laughs> exclusively too. You use them exclusively. Exclusively. What do you mean? Anything I need done. You use your arms. Usually, yeah. Well. How about you? Um. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Don't we really use really my legs. We really should have more toned arms considering we're how using them we all day. Them. I know, and they're up and they're down and they're in and out. <laughs> <laughs> like my masseuse the other day was massaging my hand and she's like, oh, so you use these a lot. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> once in a while I was like I mean I feel like you use yours a lot and she's like I use mine a lot I'm like yeah same it's what are you saying (laughs) 
such a funny thing to say. I know. Okay, um, my mom's calling me, so oh, I have to. Bye. <laughs> Let's just get in. All right. My mom didn't pick up the phone, so if she tries calling back, that's her problem. I should actually put this on Do Not Disturb. I don't yeah. need this crap. My parents. Especially because you texted her, right? Yeah, I texted her. I'm like, is this an emergency? No, she just left me a voice note being voicemail being like, it's your mother. Call me back as if I don't speak to her. I spoke to her three times yesterday. <laughs> I speak to both my parents multiple times a day. And they like, it's never enough. They're like, you never speak to us. You're so hard to get a hold of. I'm like, I don't get how that could be true. I don't get like, maybe I'm hard to get a hold of. Oh, no. Oh, my she's God. Calling? She's calling me right now. Okay, oh, answer. my God. Okay, just... I'm answering it on the pod. Hello? Hi, what's going on? I'm re- I'm I'm recording my podcast. Oh, okay. Nothing's going on. I'm going for a walk. I had a quick question. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? You can tell me about I mean, I can ask you later, but two things. When are the boxes all going and am I expecting more boxes? Okay, why don't I call you back cuz I'm recording right now and then we okay. can Okay, love you. Bye. Do you, okay, so you understand that I had two missed calls for that. About your bouquet. About my bouquet. Like, like they're like, we can't get in touch with you and it's urgent. <laughs> like, it's not urgent. It is not urgent. Your bouquet, we need to figure that out. Like, I'm going to figure out my bouquet. I also, again, hired a wedding planner to bring a bouquet if need be. So And, like, it's your wedding. So it's like, also my wedding, so don't worry. I care. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, my parents like, act like, well, not my parents, more my dad is like, yeah. You just, like, don't care. Like, you're just, like, throwing caution to the wind. I'm like, actually, I'm not. You just want things done faster than I do. Yeah, or, like, in your timeline. But it's like, I also want these things done. So just trust that they're going to get done. Yeah, and the things he gets stressed about are also his idea. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not stressed about it because I didn't even think about that. It's not my idea. Right. Like, the other day, he was like, you got to add those two extra tables. He's like, he wants two tables where the photo booth would have been. He's mm-hmm. like, you got to add, add those two extra tables. Like, did you message them yet about the two extra tables? And I'm like, no, I didn't know. Like, what? You just came up with that. Like, right. no, I didn't message them yet. Is and why it urgent? doesn't he message them? Because he... it's in my, like, I'm doing the rentals. The whole, so he's oh. like, oh, do that. And I'm like, Ugh. Anyway, okay. Oh, this, my God. He and the planner should really just be. Really leave me the fuck out of it. Yeah. But then he's like, well, you care about things. I'm like. I care about things, but you don't need to call me like this. You don't need to call me about like, hey, are the boxes getting picked up by someone with a big cart? Let's just chat later. What's this about alcohol? No, it's oh. uh, candles. Oh. Yummy candles. Oh. Shouts out to Yummy Candles, but they're not our sponsor today. Our sponsor oh. today, as usual, is Stellar Eats Cooking. Eight ingredients per pack. And may we just say the co-founder is a fucking fox. Yes. And a little in a little baddie in the bedroom so i hear <laughs> makes a great holiday gift a great, great holiday stocking gift. stuffer yeah they might still be 9.99 but maybe not i don't know don't quote i think me that was that. a black friday thing all right all done but they're still okay all done <laughs> <laughs> but they're still great i was gonna say they're still a great price and worth it worth it 100% worth no it. No matter what the price. No matter what it. the price. It could be <laughs> exorbitant. And I we would still say it's worth it. And our personal interest in... Yeah. <laughs> what? All done. All done. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, subject, heartbreak, sad face. I'm so Aww. sorry. This is a classic. I feel like this might be this person's first heartbreak, sad face. I hope it's one of the girls <laughs> we told her to break up with her boyfriend. I think it's a boy. Oh. Based Aww. on the name. 
My girlfriend of three plus years who has helped me recover from serious medical trauma just dumped me over text, leaving me absolutely floored and unsure how to handle my emotions. Any tips for getting over this shitty feeling and getting back into the dating scene one day? It's been a few days and I'm suffering and everything reminds me of her every day. Mm. Aww. <clears throat> that's, uh, yeah, that's just the name of the game. That is what it is, sir. So sad. So sad. And so it's, unfortunate because like that is just how it goes. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, when so you first sad. get broken up with the first time, it is shocking how bad it is. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe this is what it is. Like, I remember being in complete disbelief the first time I got dumped. I was like, whoa, this is horrible. Yeah. And Worse you're like, when is this going to end? It's and the answer is so long. I know. Well, with this guy, he's saying... It's been a few days and I'm suffering. Well, yeah. Like, there is no easy way to... Wait, do we know this is a guy? The name is a guy's oh, name. Oh, okay. Unless it's a girl who has a guy's name mm. or a they. Yeah, never that, know. Yeah, who, who the fuck knows Um. Anymore? Okay, let's just... Let's just say it's a guy. Okay, let's... Yeah, we're just going to say it's a guy for ease. For ease. I love that a straight man... Let's just say it's a guy. Well, I love that it's a guy. (laughs) I love that it's a straight male. I love a straight guy writing into the podcast. Straight white guy writing into the podcast with a good job and a nice family. Crazy. No. And of sound mind. Sure. Um, I don't know what helped you in. Like, can you think of anything that helps in that? No, in the first few. Just know it's a very normal feeling. Like, this is not specific to this relationship. Yeah, it is actually one of the most awful feelings. It's the most horrible feeling ever, and it's like that is more of the thing. I think there's a huge panic when you get broken up with to be like, oh my god, how do I fix this? How do Mm -hmm. I make myself feel better? What's going to make me feel better? And the answer is, it. There's a lot of like relief in knowing, like, no, that is a completely justified feeling you're having and because it's so horrible it's just going to be time because something bad happened and I know when people hate when you say that but it's It's like actually so true it's so true and like it's like one of these things where like one day you just wake up and you're like wait I'm not like you're not not sad but like there's different like tears of it where you're like oh shit I didn't think about them the second I opened my eyes this morning or like oh I didn't think about them oh I went out and I had fun whoa two hours just went by and I it didn't even cross my mind like it slowly kind of happens like that and then eventually one day you wake up and you're like who and that's a crazy feeling like taylor swift i forgot that you existed yeah i don't remember that oh (laughs) (laughs) is it new no is it from the fucking vault no i'm not familiar with the vault no it's on uh whatever that one where like lover um, no cut this (laughs) (laughs) cut this the swifties are coming what's the fucking one before uh What's the one after Reputation? Lover. Yeah, maybe it was on that. No. If it's a random song, anyway, I feel it's like... it's not random. It's good. <laughs> I forgot that you existed. How does yeah. it go? Does it go like, I, I forgot, forgot that, that you, you existed. No. Oh. I forgot that you existed. And I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. Oh, that annoys me. Oh. Already the way you just sang that Mercy pissed Ryan? me off. It is on Lover. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, I didn't say that. I did. <laughs> I'm a Swifty. It's good. I think you'd like it because it is about that. It's like, it's... Yeah, it's like about being like, oh, wow, I can't believe that that like this time has come where I'm like having a good time and I you like popped into my mind. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I forgot he existed. Yeah. 
True. And I think the thing is like, it's like you either, we always used to say this when we went through breakups, we'd be like, you're either going to get them back or by the time you don't, you won't care anymore. Or unfortunately, by the time you do, you won't care anymore, which is by the time you do forget them. No, by the time you do, if they do come back, sometimes you don't care and you're like, wow, I wish this was two years ago. This would have been my dream come true. And now this is just like nothing. Yeah. That happens. That happened with me and my first boyfriend. Stew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at I wasn't sure if you knew which one. I did. Yeah. I know who your first boyfriend Yeah, but we started. And like, that was the most brutal breakup. No, Alex well, was way worse. Okay, but but the first. Oh, but that was deepest. my first breakup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. The first cut is the deepest. The first cut is the deepest. So this is probably his first time going through this. And he's saying, who helps me recover from serious medical trauma? Don't know what that means, but... Yeah. Hopefully you have recovered. Yeah, and I also think, like, when you go through, like, a trauma with someone, that's not a reason that, like, they're not the only person that's going to mean, be that meaningful to you. Just because you went through something together and are maybe trauma bonded, like... Yeah. Okay. And, like, at least they stayed with you through that. and A reason, a season, and a lifetime. Exactly. Maybe this was the reason to help you through the medical trauma. And okay. Kind of, also, you know what helps? You know what does help though in the short term? It doesn't help. It doesn't cure it. But what helps in the short term is try and get as angry as possible mm. and be like, ew. Like the fact that she dumped you over text. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. You don't need to be dating someone that did that. Yeah. Like who fucking does that? Oh, so three years she'll help you through medical trauma, but then she'll dump you in a text message. What's up with that? She sounds like a pussy. Yeah, it does help. Does that help? (laughs) It does help to think of like reasons why you didn't like them. Because obviously the annoying thing is when you go through a breakup, your brain brain only likes to romanticize everything. So just try really hard to be like, well, this one thing actually I didn't like. Yeah. And this, you know. And like focus on like what things weren't working. Because also if you are the person getting dumped, brain has a fun way of forgetting everything that you thought was wrong with the relationship because you're so hurt by being the one that's dumped so it's like I don't know like I feel like when it's like you were like oh I have this guy's annoying me or like whatever like we have all these problems and then they dump you in there and you're like what problems he was my hero like they were everything and it's like okay try and and like it's like a power dynamic thing where you are now feel like yeah that the choice was completely taken from you and it almost feels like oh well so what you're better than me because you dumped me yeah. even though we both had things both that, had issues so yeah. that's why it's always great to be the first one to pull the trigger if you think you have <laughs> issues because you avoid this whole like power struggle thing where your brain makes you think like oh no we were in love it's like uh, like if she dumped you over text message something was going on there like I'm not saying she was justified but like you probably can dig up some things that weren't working about the relationship as well yeah I don't know why she dumped you over text yeah that's brutal but you know that sometimes there are reasons if you were long distance or something it's like it is sometimes annoying when you're gonna or get if every dumped. time you do it in person you like fuck and then it doesn't work well that too but also didn't you dump someone over text because it's like ew, you don't need to drive all the way here just for me because like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. alex yeah. other alex uh yeah i i alex dumped M. him on the phone <laughs> Yeah, because it was like you live somewhere. He like lived an hour two away. hours away. And he yeah, was so coming. it's like don't drive all the way here in the rain. Yeah, 
I mean, I gave him the dignity of a phone call and we were only dating for like three months. Yeah, I do think you need to do a phone call. Yeah, like like a text. I can't imagine what would warrant just a text. As someone who lives in St. Catharines now, if if I was dating someone in Toronto, which would make no sense because why would I be living in St. Catharines? If they made me drive an hour and a half to Toronto to get dumped. I'd be like, give me your gas money. Yeah, and like also hire me a chauffeur to take me home i'm crying. i'm bawling yeah. i know well i think i told i told this story on my tiktok once one time i dumped that guy that i yeah. dumped over the phone we broke up twice because we were 19 and whatever the mm-hmm. first time i dumped him was at my house and it was a thunderstorm and mm-hmm. he lived two hours away and he couldn't drive home i knew there was something about the rain yeah it was raining and yeah. he was despondent like he was sobbing he could not believe it so the next time I dumped so we got back together and then the next time I was like wait this actually isn't working I was like I'm not doing that again why the exactly. f- you drove here you had to sleep over weird yeah really weird doing that yeah so I mean I still don't think it's nice to do it over text but maybe she had her reasons maybe it was so difficult for her that she's like I actually can't see you or speak to you you know like did something go wrong no I was just thinking oh. like I thought something with the because you looked at the computer. I thought no, it just went dark for a second. Oh. Um, no, I was thinking more like she helped you through medical serious medical trauma. How old did he say he was? Or he uh, oh no, he didn't say. He actually didn't even say he was a man. Yeah, he didn't say this. This could be very well. I could try and creep this person. They they did hit me with the first last on Gmail, mm. so I guess I could creep that in my own time. Anyway, what's the, the first name? Oh yeah, I've never heard a girl named that, but it, it, you don't know anymore. Yeah, could be. Um, anyway, I would say the tips are one, just to get you through the day, think of things you just absolutely hate about the person <laughs> yeah. and get pissed off at them. That really helps me. And then it makes you, and then you shift from sad, powerless to empowered. Like you're taking some of the power back. Cause you're like, actually, please. Also anger. Apparently like anger is a secondary emotion. So sadness is actually what is often under oh. anger so like anger actually is something that we do to cover sadness because we don't like feeling sad it feels better to be angry it does feel better so to be angry. apparently that's a thing like when you're angry about something it's yeah. usually there's a sadness that your brain doesn't want to oh my go god there. did you learn that on a podcast i learned it in um that show couples therapy wow what else that's is really a secondary good. emotion i don't know uh, just anger. That's just the one that <laughs> often comes up in therapy because it's like... Interesting. I mean, I actually think I have heard that on a podcast too. That's like a thing that therapists say because people sometimes, you know, they in especially in couples therapy, you like think you're fighting over something. Yeah. I'm just angry. This makes you so angry, blah, blah, blah. And they're like trying to tap into what the... Like what fear are they triggering in you? What like... Right. What What is actually making you sad about the situation? But humans don't like to feel sad. They'd much rather it. feel angry. I'd way rather feel angry. So yeah. that is actually my advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 yeah. do, do the what the therapist of- says no to and <laughs> try and make yourself angry. I don't angry. even think the therapist is saying don't be angry, but it's like recognize. it's In this case, you know you're sad. So it's not, it's mm-hmm. not a mystery as to yeah. why you'd be angry. But I think in a lot of scenarios where someone's just really angry at the world, it's like what's, what's deeper yeah, there? You don't you. just like get angry without yeah. sort of sadness or like fear yeah definitely it's a feeling of being hurt so channel your hurt into being absolutely furious at this bitch (laughs) that will definitely help in the interim and long term it's like yeah 
like don't feel pressured part of this question was any tips for getting over this shitty feeling and getting back into the dating scene one day exactly like one day like don't don't pressure yourself to like get over this feeling immediately and get into the dating scene like you will get over it but the stress you're gonna put on yourself being like I need to get over it now and then I need to date someone now and then you go on a date and you're not ready and then you feel even more like you compare you compare and contrast and (laughs) it's just like you just need to fucking know that this is a horrible thing that happened and you just have to kind of ride it out and that you, you just will meet another person it just 100%. will happen 100 percent. i have yeah. felt this exact feeling you felt at least twice yeah you probably only once you only got dumped good once yeah by my fucking cousin <laughs> my cousin was a <laughs> really took her out yeah that was yeah all the other times i was the dumpy which still feels horrible but like not as horrible oh my god no I've been dumped both times and the both times were brutal one was like he met someone else who he's now marrying yeah like right now he's married not right now does that make you feel better yes I think so too yes because it's like okay that's just you could not have told me that at the time though no I don't think at the time if you told me oh he dumped you for her but he's gonna marry her right I I was like this is a mistake he fucked up like yeah. I'm like we are soulmates so that and at that time it would make you feel better if it's like he that was just some random chick and she got dumped by him too like you'd yeah. be like yeah you yeah. wouldn't want to know that he would marry her that he no. met his soulmate or whatever yeah even though like I mean he did he did <laughs> and oh yeah he met his soulmate now I actually think yeah that they're a good couple like obviously I think that I think that's great like straight yeah. up I think it's like very good like you've been together for since we broke up which was 10 years ago and you're getting married so it worked yeah. So yes, I sleep like a baby with that. I'm actually happy for him. And that ultimately is the thing in breakups. It's like you just don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. And it sucks because when you're going through a breakup, that doesn't really help you. But just know that you will realize that. Like, why would you want to be with someone that dumped you over text? Oh, it's my just God. like, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to be with that person. Yeah, then. exactly. You'll find someone that does want to be with you and that you want to be with just as much as you wanted to be with this person. Because believe me, I've wanted to be with all my boyfriends. Like, when I got yeah. dumped to the second time, I was like, oh, no, I can't believe I have the same feeling again. Like, I got so invested in someone again, and it happened again. Yeah. So. You can and that's it. the risk. That's the risk. Better to have loved and lost. Do you agree? 100% I agree. Do you? Yes, of course. Of course. I've never been scared to fall in love. <laughs> Like, I've never been scared. I've never actually had that, I don't think, to be like, fuck, I can't believe I did this again. It's like, I... I don't know. It's never stopped me. Like heartbreak yeah. has never stopped me. Oh no, yeah, it's me never from, stopped me. Never stopped me, or never even made me think twice about like, oh, should I get it all into all this again? Yeah. Like it's always worth it. One hundred percent. And I think we should end this with our favorite quote, which is, "What but if darling? You fall? <laughs> oh what my if, darling. What if I fall? But my darling, what if you fly? Exactly. Okay." This one is fun because it's very apropos to me and you, oh. my friend. Hi, ladies. I'm th- <laughs> I'm 30, female, and getting married next year. How that the- is apropos to us. It is. How the fuck do I stop from losing my goddamn mind while wedding planning? I feel like oh. I need to be prescribed time by the beach like the olden days with <laughs> symptoms including but not limited to decision paralysis. Toronto is too expensive. My in-laws are crazy. I can't find a wedding dress that doesn't make me feel like a beluga whale. Why the fuck would I invite that person to my wedding when I don't even like them? And of course, maybe we should elope. Any tips? Oh, I'm turning into a fucking bridezilla. 
Oh, your guess is as good as mine, honey. I like the she made the email ah, at ah.com. <laughs> she knew we would creep. She, she knew we'd find her. Um, this is so relatable. I yeah, I really have not been enjoying the wedding planning process at all. Yeah, if you actually follow Annie on TikTok, she gives updates on her wedding planning, and the first update she gave was like, This is like not fun. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I'm gonna talk about my wedding. Like when I first got engaged, and then I I was like, wait, I hate this so much. And then I talked about it once. And then I was like, my updates can't just be complaining. Yeah. And then there was so much I had to figure out. I was like, I can't even like adding, making a TikTok on top of the list of things I had to do about talking about the list of things. I could not. Yeah. And so now that things are going a bit better, Mm -hmm. I can talk about it again. So maybe I actually can give advice on this. I don't know how far away from your wedding date you are it sounds like decision paralysis like I don't think she has a wedding date oh right and Toronto being expensive and yeah whatever. like yeah. should I elope why would I invite oh, this person right 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 okay um well that's nice it's nice to not have a deadline I guess with these decisions but I guess no it it helped a lot once I set the date yeah setting it, the date is the best and finding the venue because it just it just allows you to cut out those other options like we both had the should we elope Yes. Saying I like really did. I think you mm-hmm. were a little, you wanted to more, but you were more like, I can't. Well, this chick sounds like it, when she said my in-laws are crazy, it's probably similar to my parents. Like I have European parents. Joe has European parents. We couldn't elope. Yeah. And Joe didn't want, ultimately we could do whatever we want, but yeah. Joe has like more respect <laughs> than I do. Respect for himself. Yeah. Respect for his family. He's like, they yeah. would want to see me get married. Whereas I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Let's yeah. go to Vegas and fuck this shit. Like, yeah. And I and we also talked about eloping because of the expense. Like we, it was mainly about like if we're gonna spend all of this money, shouldn't we just do like an epic trip? Mm-hmm. But then we ultimately decided like for us, the wedding is about like our friends. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, family honestly, too. But like I want, I want everyone. to I be want that experience. That. I think yeah. in the end, like now that like, and we've gone to a bunch of weddings in the last two years, and it's like. I always am like, this is so nice. Yes. Like you enjoy, like you, it's just cute that humans still have these. It's almost kind of like primitive that we even do it. I know these rituals. Yeah. Like these little rituals where we go and we dance and we dress up. Like you don't do that for anything. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that people still throw parties where you do that. Like no one's going to like a ball anymore. So like this is the closest thing and it's it's kind of fun. Like one of my friends that's coming to my wedding has never been to a wedding. I'm like, oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Like you don't know about this. And a New Year's Eve wedding. Yeah. Like. So and I guess my other thing with eloping is I was just like, we have our whole lives to do trips and this yeah. actually is the only opportunity to do something like this. Like yeah. if you, if you do care about that, like I don't, if you do no care. shade to anyone who eloped. Like I, if you don't care about that, then whatever. Yeah. But I guess I'm just like, I don't really want to close myself off from certain opportunities. And it's not crazy to think that Luke and I will like go well it's not crazy to think Luke and I will go to Europe we're literally going on our honeymoon to Europe exactly so we're getting both but like it's just not crazy to think in the future if we want to do some epic trip we'll do that but in the future you don't really say like hey let's have a wedding yeah like let's have this very specific thing where everyone has to come unless that's about money if it's about money and you don't want to spend money on a wedding fucking elope yeah of course like if it's not about the experience and it's actually about like you can't afford a wedding or you don't want to afford a wedding yeah then don't and make no mistake 
they are so much more expensive than you even incredibly believe. like shockingly expensive. like i set my budget and i was like oh this budget sucks already when like is too high when i set it and it is i am already above that oh yeah <laughs> i think or like i'm projected to go hectically the above. projected spending the projected numbers are not looking good oh dear because the unfortunate thing and we've talked about this a lot is you get in this cycle of well i've already sunk this sunken Sunken cost cost theory but it's real fallacy right but it's real in in this case because you actually have put a certain amount of money into something like this that it would seem like a waste yeah if you didn't get exactly what you wanted out of this so to cut corners it does feel like, ew, why am I still spending thousands and thousands of dollars and not getting the experience I want? So you're like, I have to just put more in and at least know that I'm getting. At least reach this. Yeah. Yeah. But. I think like, I think if it's stressing you out to this degree, like it is going to be stressful. It shouldn't like ruin your fucking life though. Like it's definitely really stressful. And I, I was even shocked as someone that like doesn't, never really gave a fuck about my wedding or getting married and I'm always throwing parties so I'm like how hard could this be yeah like I do this shit all the time not to this scale obviously but it was way more stressful than I even thought for myself and that's with a wedding planner yeah we both have wedding planners too yeah it's incredibly like whatever but I think the decision the part that they don't tell you is the decision the de- it doesn't matter if you have a planner. You still have to make all the decisions. Yes. Which is the part that's Which annoying. I was going to lead into here because yeah. she was saying like she has decision paralysis. Yes, I did too. You just have to make one decision yeah. and then the ball gets rolling and it's so much exactly. easier. Like if you're like paralyzed, like, oh, we could go here. We could go like, we could go to like fucking Mexico. We can do a restaurant. We can yes. do a hall. We can do this. There's way too many options. Too many options and they'd all be good. Yeah. So it's same with your dress. Like Annie sent me like three dresses. All three of them would be good mm-hmm. the day of. Like, like obviously, like there was one that was stunning and we love mm-hmm. it. But like if she chose another one, the day of she's going to be fucking stunning. So yeah. like it's like with all those things and there's so much time between when you make these decisions and when your wedding comes that there's always time to be like, should have done it this way. Could have done it this way. Yeah. Like I even think that I'm like, I wish I got I was I'm getting married at a venue where you have to rent everything. I'm like, oh, fuck, if I could go back in time, I would have gotten married at a hotel where there's tables and kitchens and whatever, like shit right. like that. But at this point, I don't regret anything I've chosen. So it's like you just have to make the decision knowing that you're missing out on every other decision. And then just know that if you made that decision, you'd be missing out on every other decision. Mm -hmm. Like you're not there's always going to be something you're missing out on. So just choose what you think you'll like best. And then when the day comes, you're not going to give a fuck anyway. And everyone like when I was really stressed at the beginning, everyone I know who had gotten married said this is the worst part. It's like this and and like three weeks away yeah I'm three weeks out right now and I keep disassociating Annie thinks it might have something to do with my incoming wedding (laughs) yeah I think it's because I'm an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a mix of both and that you already are someone who's prone to anxiety so like of course this would be something that would bring it on yeah I'm hanging on by a fucking but the beginning is like (laughs) (laughs) skating over that We're giving advice right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, the beginning is like notably the worst part because yeah. it's just like, yeah, it feels, it feels. And like you're, you're like, a, you feel like feels, an idiot too. Cause like you're, you've never done this before. So you feel like a dumbass, and, and you're trying to budget. Is, and you do have sticker shock. Like everything is 
so expensive. What did you just say? Sticker shock. That's adorable. Yeah. Sticker shock. When you see the little sticker of the price, you go, oh no. Oh my goodness, I'm shocked. Yeah. That's so cute, Annie. That's what happens at first. So I guess I agree. Like if it's stressing you out to such a degree, like it's not worth it like people who didn't have weddings or whatever are probably listening to this being like oh my god this is stupid oh my god they're happy as pigs and shit but I do think that that it gets better like I do think you're in the part that that is just the worst part and I I totally felt like that three months ago I made a few decisions and it's becoming a lot clearer yeah I'll start snowballing after you like and I'm I feel better I'm not stressed anymore no Will I be. will be when I'm closer <laughs> to, but I'm in the period where I'm feeling like I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah, that's really good. And you know, like when it, it exactly like then you get to a point where the stress is more just about like random logistics and stuff, but you're not stressed about like decisions. What yes. should I do? Where should I go? And the well, like, venue really is will make it fall into place because you'll just know that that's also a huge price determiner. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, you're just like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it this way. And now I know that's allocated for. Like, it's kind of like Luke and I bought our house before this wedding. And I honestly think it's allowing us to spend more. Because you know. Because we know it's like the house money is taken care of. It's like, it's nice when, like, there's a certain chunk that you're kind of like, you just already allocated it to where it needs to go. Yes. So I feel like we're less stressed than if we were planning this a year ago. We'd be like, no, but we want to buy a house, so yeah. like, let's be conservative. But it's nice to just know that that's already. Whereas taken other people so- are like, have the wedding so that you get money from your wedding to like put towards a house. Well, that's, that's how a lot of people do it. Although I don't think people are breaking even as much as they used to be back in the olden days. And it's like you kind of need that to cover your wedding. Not yeah, exactly. Pay for that's what I'm new. saying. Like weddings are so expensive now that like back in the day, it's like you'd get married to get money for a house. Right. And now it's like you're getting you married don't to get money for your marriage. Right. To to pay for some of your wedding. Yeah. But. I think some people come out on top. Yeah. Euro people for sure. Mm-hmm. I think you might. I Because you have a lot. You won't. <laughs> yeah, I just cannot. Maybe if people yeah. are like going ape shit on gifts, perhaps. But yeah. I can't see it happening. Like my dad is spending money like it's water. Yeah. Daddy's going nuts. And I think also the closer you get to it, you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, just adding like my dad calls me the other day. He's like, oh, on the quote, I need to add like 200 shot glasses. And I want the martini glasses to have stems instead of no stems. And I want the wine glasses to have stems instead of no stems. And we want like. You're just like, th- okay. I'm like okay like if this were me there's if if i were in yeah. charge of the finances for this whole event there's no fucking way i would be doing that yeah fucking around like that fucking around like that yeah it yeah. oh and it's for just, this sorry hard. sorry go to this okay go to this go to <laughs> this brain why the fuck would i invite that person to my wedding when oh. i don't even like them yeah babe that is part of the game Yes. There's some and people. so tricky with in-laws. I actually don't have this problem, but I've heard. Yes. My in-laws are pretty chill. They wanted to invite a few people that Joe had never heard of. And Joe was kind of like firm with them being like, listen, like the wedding is already. I think when you choose the venue and you choose the size, it gets really easy to make cuts being like, OK, we're not inviting second cousins, for example, yeah. or we're not inviting people that I haven't seen in the last three years. Like Joe had some friends that he was talking to me about. And like, I was like, well, they're not invited because in five years, I've never even yes. heard their fucking names. I think that's a so they're not yeah. coming. So I think once you have your venue and you have your numbers, it's your fucking wedding. You choose who comes and who doesn't come. If your husband wants someone and you don't that's different he can mm-hmm. bring whoever because you want that option too but you get to choose who comes to your wedding and you just have to like do a little pushback if people 
want to invite people that you don't like or don't care about or don't even really know. I mean, unless or they're rich. your in-laws <laughs> or whoever, yeah, it should be paying for them. If yeah. like, you know, if it's a, if it's a money thing where you're trying to keep it tight, it's like, I do kind of think, okay, if you're going to allow your in-laws to add a bunch of people, then you cover their place. That happened to one of our friends. Her yeah. mother-in-law was like kept inviting people, but wasn't offering to pay for the wedding. And then she had to tell her husband, like, you got to tell your mom if she wants to invite this 60 many more people, people yeah. she's paying for them. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Like, yeah. And I don't even know them. I'm not paying for them. So, yeah. I mean, there's ultimately going to be, if your in-laws are involved or parents are involved, there's going to be a few people at your wedding that you wouldn't choose to be there. And that's fine. Yeah. Because you won't even notice them on the day. You're going to be hanging out with your core group and your husband. No. And, and they'll like, bring you a gift. And they'll bring you some cash. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, yeah. But. Well, yeah. Also know that there will be people that don't come to your wedding. So yeah. you never know if they're going to accept. Although I will say my planner said, do send an invite to people you want to come because like you obviously can't pick who is going to say no. Yeah. And my parents actually just did this to me. They were acting so casual about like, oh yeah, like, you know, we don't need to have everyone. Like they, I'm the third child. So they were yeah. like, whatever, do whatever you want in the lead up. And then just now, as I was sending out the save the dates and stuff, they were like, oh, well, like you have to have so-and-so. And then like, if you invite so-and-so, you have to have these people. And, and like, they just added oh like God. eight people to my wedding. And my wedding's like, well, it's not small, but like, it's not a 300 person wedding. Yeah. It was like, I was comfortably at like 120 something. Like it was such a cute, yeah. small little number for me. And they, and now it's at like 135 or something. And you'll probably, it'll probably be 120. And it will. I think, uh, yeah, there are people that won't come, but we sent out the invite or we sent out the save the dates and they were like, these people won't come. Like they live out East. They live whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they're not going to like fly in for this, but like, you know, we have to do the gesture. They wrote back immediately. Cannot wait. Oh see my God. There. That like, was like my cousins okay. in Australia. We haven't seen yes. my cousins in Australia in years. We sent it to like 10 of them and they're like, we're in like all of you. <laughs> they're Shit. flying here from fucking down under. Yeah. I but mean, some people love to have a reason. Like a, a wedding is a really great reason to like, have a visit and plan around that visit but sorry I just got an email from Sandals Bahamas uh, just mm. being like enjoy your honeymoon with this and I'm just laughing because I was telling the girls last night um that someone on their honeymoon was eaten by a shark like last week at that resort and the I, place Sam's going for her honeymoon. yeah and I just think it's so funny to send like a promotion they're obviously like hey like still come yeah please <laughs> But didn't you already book it? Yeah, we already booked it. So why are they advertising to you? I don't know. I'm getting like ad emails like so stupid. That's really funny. Anyway, uh, to this woman, just uh, chill. Yeah, it just, no, my advice is. Yeah, that's not my advice either. It will. <laughs> shit, shit. It will get better. You do just need to make the major venue decision and everything else will become a lot clearer. As for the dress, pick something that you feel beautiful in. Don't pick something trendy. Yeah. Like pick something that works for your body yeah. type, like your, yeah, just something you feel beautiful in. And you're so right. Whatever you choose, it's like, this is the fucking dress I'm wearing this day. Yeah. There's no it's right not, answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole idea. I think people stress people out like the dress, the venue. The, yeah. The, no. If just, it's something you've it's, been dreaming about, you're like, I can't believe this is my wedding dress. And it's like, you just will look so beautiful on that day. There are so many dresses that I think are so ugly when I get shown them. And then I realize like every bride is truly beautiful. Like yes. even when I'm like, wow, your dress is something I would never wear that looks like shit. And then I see them on their wedding day and I'm like, stunning. Absolutely stunning. Your A1. princess. Yes. 
It's true. And it's funny because I don't really remember a lot of wedding dresses also. No. So like as long as you like it and Yeah, there's you a few beautiful. wedding dresses I remember because they're interesting, but like mm-hmm. really I'm just like the bride looked gorgeous. That's all it's I think. So true. I'm not like, wow, that dress Every was Every bride the dress. has looked gorgeous. Yep. So nice to know. Isn't that nice? Like even like even, not even. Like <laughs> all the girls we went to a million weddings in St. Catharines every single bride blew me Stunning. away like yeah. when they walked it like when the first time i saw Brooke, gasped yeah jen jen, when jen when her doors oh when the doors my opened, god when jen came out of those doors my my soul left my body okay remember that's when i was deciding if i was gonna elope or not yes and when, I yelled at when you. the doors open and jen walked out and i lost my breath i was like i'm having a fucking yeah. wedding it for was sure like in that moment i was like i must have this yes experience. i must make people gasp Oh my God. And you will. <laughs> and our, another thing for having a wedding versus eloping that Sam said to me, which is such a good point. You are a celebrity for a day. Yeah. Like the bride and groom are celebrities. If you've yes. ever been to a wedding, isn't it like crazy when they talk to you? Yeah. You're like, I can't believe you're sitting with me. Like, don't I can't you believe you're even be? looking in my direction. Yeah. I know. I like Brooke sat down with me at her wedding and I was like, I felt like honored. I was like, why? I felt like awkward. I was like, so how was your day? Like, I'm like, I can't believe I'm even asking you such a dumb question. Yeah, idiot. Stupid, stupid. Stupid, (laughs) ask something better. (laughs) I know, it's so, don't you want to feel that way? Uh, Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. So I'm saying it it to the girl, rhetorically. Oh, rhetorically to the girl? Yeah, do you want to feel that way? ma'am but also eloping i'm no, some sure people don't joe is really fucking like i am so don't want to be a celebrity for the like day in the spotlight yeah that's so true i don't that's think Luke not wants for that either but too bad bitch yeah too bad bitch and by the way <laughs> also joe really can't have it both ways i'm sorry you wouldn't let us elope and yet you're being like i'm nervous yeah and, and yet lane. you're like getting a flashy ass suit and wearing those lubies with that hardware I know. joe got a pair of louboutins for our wedding and he keeps saying <laughs> Look he, at the hardware. He keeps saying, look at the hardware. Because there's like a septum piercing in the Louboutin. I don't know how to describe this. It doesn't matter. I'll just post pictures. They're on nice. The They're, They're nice. super, super nice. And here's something that, I mean, we're among friends on the podcast, so I'm just going to tell you this. My shoes are Louboutins from China. Fake. Foes. Foes. And we're going to compare and contrast. Yeah, so, that's okay. No, I'm excited to see like yeah. the quality. I also am not probably going to get nice shoes for my wedding. Everyone says they get fucked up. And you take them off and you go, whoop, up, beep, pop, And then you got to put on sneakers. Like bop, you bop, want bop. them to be good enough quality, I guess, so you're not in pain. But yes. like, I just, yeah. I, also, I'm, you're not going to see them. Like my dress is very long. Yes. But without giving anything away. Luke, earmuffs. <laughs> my dress is floor length. It's a gown, a wedding <laughs> and dress. It's white. I've said too much. Oops. It's okay. I'll tell you that mine is too. Wow, that's the only thing Sam's told me about her wedding dress. Everything's a big surprise over here. I and know. I'm a freaking bridesmaid. I'm I a know. witness. You're the witness, yeah. And hey, hey, I just, you know what? You just, I was telling Annie, I'm not telling anybody about my wedding dress because I want it to just be fun. Like, it I just feel like that's fun. so I'm gonna fun. I'm going to burst into tears. Oh, God. Holy. You, you no, might, I will. The way she just looked at me? No, I will. <laughs> no, I will. And you know what? I might burst into tears at yours, maybe. Maybe not as... Cr- I won't cry as hard as you, but I'll, yeah. have, like, I'll get a watery eye, perhaps. Yeah. You, That's you, something I do. I think you will. When I'm happy, especially. Exactly. I cry way more when I'm happy than when I'm sad. Yeah. Like, I'm so... Did I tell I, you your mom cried here the other night oh, again? Oh, of course she did. My mom was dying. About marriage, about love? Just about love and marriage. Yeah. She started bawling. Yeah, that so hurt. That's where I get it from. Yeah. I burst into tears when I saw Christine in her wedding dress and I knew what it looked like like I'd seen her in it even oh my god and then but when I saw her in it on her wedding day with a veil and everything I just 
bald. Oh my god, that's so cute. And there's pictures of it, which is really cute. I love that. Like there's that. pictures of my reaction being like, oh. oh my god, that's so fun. So yeah, I hope, we'll do. I hope there's pictures. Yeah, there will be pictures. We're gonna have Andrew Drums up there, fucking snapping away. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Don't um, you want all that? Yeah. Did you like that or did you hate that? I don't know. Follow me on TikTok. I'll give some tips. Yeah, honestly. And anybody listening right now, just follow Annie Clark on TikTok anyway, because we're trying to pump her up. I, I need her to be on like influencer status with me. That's what I want. Yeah. So does Luke. Yeah. <laughs> he really needs me to be on influencer yeah, status. Yeah, you need to be on influencer status. Like, you know, get a free dinner here and there. Fuck. That'd be nice. It's funny. I like have never gotten a free dinner. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> no such thing as a free dinner. No such thing as a free dinner. Okay, like, I think I should walk my dog quickly before we continue. That's fine. All right. Bye. All right. Um, we just want to give a quick shout out here to our friend from high school, Ivana, who wrote into the pod because last pod we were like, oh, we have like no high school listeners. And we were talking about like our teachers and we're like, no one's going to get this. That didn't go to Lawrence Park. <laughs> and Ivana wrote in and I'm not going to read it because it's just like a bunch of like random memories but the funniest thing she said was that she has a memory of Annie in biology class (laughs) where the biology teacher said that our skin on our body is the same so it's pointless using different lotions on your face versus your arms like it's all skin and Annie said excuse me but no the skin on my face is way more sensitive and gave everyone a premature skincare lesson that is so funny. Like, obviously, I don't remember that, but that's so cute. It's just so cute to think that, like... Your high school friends have memories of you. Yeah, just like just anything, because I feel like I remember something really specific about, you know, that someone said once, yeah. and then they wouldn't have remembered it. It's just, like, cute to think that you're, like, going around saying random shit, and sometimes people remember it. Yeah, like, me and Ivana would always chat about how our Euro parents would chase us around with spatulas. <laughs> so, Ivana... I remember that well. That was and such a good times message. laughing about that. Ivana also told me like the story of where she was like born. It's crazy. Where was she born? I think she was born in a I I might butcher this. Ivana, you can write it and tell me if I got this wrong. <laughs> but I feel like she was born during a war in the basement of a hospital in Croatia. Oh my god. Like they had like they were like it was like fucked up how she was born. Like I I feel like this memory this is from grade 10 so this is like i hope croatia is the right country but it's like she was born like in a fucked up war had to escape basement hospital hospital bombed like hospital torn in half so ivana hit us back eh let us know how you were born please and hope you're well we just creeped you on linkedin and we were like wow she looks she's really well yeah she's really well (laughs) she looks stunning anywho um yeah right back in and update us let's communicate this way and this way only (laughs) you write in and we'll just say shit back to you and if any of our other high school friends want to pipe in we are extremely receptive that was a true joy to read yeah and it's really hard to believe anyone listens to this let alone someone who let alone someone that we know that was born in half a hospital i think (laughs) (laughs) or not i'm pretty sure she was though okay okay Ivana can really remember what I said about skincare in grade 11 bio and you can't remember I can really only kind of remember how she was born (laughs) but when she told me that I was like babe what at Lawrence Park there weren't a lot of like like first generation not first yeah I was gonna say I didn't even know she wasn't born in Canada no yeah she was not she was born somewhere weird okay maybe we'll update you guys next episode if she feels like if she feels like refreshing my memory with her birth story that'd be great (laughs) Okay, this one is called How to Deal with Mean Girls. Oh, 
I'm all over it, baby, because mm. I am a mean girl. <laughs> Hi, Sam and Annie. Love the pod, and I want to get your advice on how to deal with some mean girls. I have a close group of friends from high school, and recently some of them started to become very close with another group of girls, and it's caused a strong division in our friendship. I tried to give these girls a chance when they first started coming around, who would go on trips with them, invite them to parties, text them, etc. And my, and my friends became very close with them. However, I feel like they stopped acting like they had to make nice with me. Oh, the other group of girls didn't feel like they had to be nice to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. They stopped inviting me to things or messaging me, and whenever we do happen to be on a night out together, they fully ignore me. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've brought this up to my friends, and they've been very dismissive of it, saying things like, maybe I should try harder with them. I've also noticed that they have begun to pull away from our friendship, too, as they want to spend most of their time with these girls. I don't want to lose my friends, but I feel like I will if I don't get along with these girls. Help. Uh, Ew. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Didn't we have something like this? We had we, something like this where, where they it had was a, just one. It wasn't a group, but it was like one. Friend. Yeah. Where they had like a falling out over something like. St- oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the no, friend no. that made another friend. And yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't get along with the other friend. Yeah. OK. Like. Honestly, I don't know. What the hell is that? What's wrong with your friends? <laughs> Yeah, no I, advice. I'm just like, that's weird. What's wrong with them? I know. It's like I'm like, why don't you like these? Well, I understand if these girls are straight up ignoring you while you're out and being mean to you. But like, did she say it's just to her or they're mean to like a certain part? of? No, the she's like saying it's just to her. And they're saying I gave these girls a chance when they first started coming up and I would go on trips with them and invite them to parties and text them. Hmm. They stopped acting like they had to make nice with me. Did you stop acting like you had to make nice to them first and then they retaliated by not making nice to you and that's why your friends are saying, hey, pipe it up? Or is the original friend that's like the connector, do you think she's like talking shit about you to them? Or you is your friendship still fine? Yeah, like is your friendship with your high school girl still good? Or well, she's saying I guess they're like pulling away from our friendship and they want to spend more time with you. Why do they want to spend more time with these girls than you? Or yeah. why do they want to spend more time with these girls in general? Do these girls have connections? Are they hot girls? Do they bring boys around? Do they get you into the club? <laughs> like what? Are they just like such a good time, but they ignore people in public? Like what's up with that? Or did you give them a reason to ignore you? I have to play devil's advocate here, honey. I have to because there's no context. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I I mean, I guess it with these things, it just comes down to like, you don't want, like you want people to want to hang out with you. So if these friends are pulling away, it's sort of like, you can't really make them not do that. I mean, I guess you could bring up to your friend or friends. I'm really confused on the amount of people that we're talking about. <laughs> group of friends. Yeah, there's a group of friends involved. A group and another group. Like, but she's saying how to deal with mean girls. Okay. So they're mean. Kill them with kindness. That is the way to do it. That's 100% the way to do it. Yeah. But some people aren't capable of that. Like, I'm not really good at killing people with kindness unless, like, if you truly have, like, a fundamental problem with these girls, then it's like, that's one thing. But if you're just kind of like, ugh, we don't vibe, then yeah, just suck it up and kill them with kindness and be like... And maybe say to your friends, like, okay, I want to make more of an effort with them because I don't want our friendship going anywhere. So, like, let's figure this out. Yeah, or you could say that to the fr- to your friend. Like, hey, I feel I'm feeling, like, a bit of a difference in our relationship. Like, is there anything I need to know? Like, yeah. you, might, you might just bring – the friend might just be like, oh, my God, no, I did not 
intend for that to be the case and might just reinforce your friendship and that like she's not going anywhere and whatever but I feel like if you just notice she's pulling away and yeah. kind of don't do anything about it like I don't I just don't know like what else there is to do other than just talk to her about it you should definitely bring it up with your group of friends and oh, yeah be like, talk to her talk to them talk to them the group I would oh she says I've brought this up to my friends and they're very dismissive of it saying oh. things like maybe I should try harder with them oh well fuck them this advice is so bad I'm so sorry we're like we're being in here just looking at each <laughs> other like two useless idiots like because I just don't know like this just is one I, of those things where I it's don't like, I don't know what all. the situation is like if they don't like you, why, I don't know first why. Of all. Yeah, I don't know why. And your friends won't tell you? What the hell is that? That's weird too. Like you And then they're like gaslighting you into thinking that there's not a problem. That's Well, they're sucks. saying try harder with them. Which which I guess maybe you just have to do. Like yeah. if you want to still be friends with them, I guess you just do. I don't or I don't you, know how hard you Or been you trying. get more confrontational with your friends and you say, "Okay, listen, you guys are being dismissive when I ask. I feel like something is fucking wrong. Right. Can you please tell me so that I can fix it or that we can discuss this because this is like bizarre at this point." Yeah, like, like I feel a shift. Yeah, like I these girls will why. not talk to me when I go out. What happened here? Like cuz I know we aren't like the best of friends, but like why aren't we even cordial out? Like they don't speak to me. That's crazy. And why are you okay with that? Yeah. Like, what happened here? Did I do something, like, horribly wrong that resulted in you thinking this was normal? And then I'd say, like, also, fuck you, girls. You're being so <laughs> fucking rude. I'm going to get some new friends. That's what I would do. But Or I also, just as an experiment, be like, oh, this is so annoying, but I'm just going to really try, like, to the point where it's annoying to me, but I'm going to just, like, really try with these girls. And then if they still... If that doesn't work, then it's like, you know, it's something else. Yeah. Cut the whole crew but off. But you can then say to your group of friends that, you know what? Also make new friends. Yeah. And I, not, not like, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. But <laughs> <laughs> never heard that one. No. You weren't a brownie? No, I wasn't a brownie. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I knew you weren't a brownie. How do you were a brownie? I was a spark brownie and a girl guide. What was the one before brownie? Like pixie? Sparks. Oh, sparks. You were a spark brownie and a girl guide. Yeah. Quickly run me through that. What the hell were you doing there? Selling, um, selling mint cookies and. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. In in hindsight, it's de it was definitely really Christian coded. <laughs> <laughs> me and Emma did it together and we were very, um, we liked it, but we were like definitely a bit cheeky about certain things. Like I remember so clearly when we, <laughs> in brownies we had to be um you had to get like sworn in or something like there was something where you like became a brownie <laughs> from doing something i don't really is this remember. also american like would americans yeah. know about this uh yeah but it's girl, girl guides scouts girl something. scouts okay girl scouts, yeah, yeah. Can girl guides of canada is like specific but why I the think, fuck do they call you brownies um it's some like old really old colloquialism sure for like this program that's okay. definitely really dated yeah um and there was something where you had to like say this thing and they had a little like fake pond because it's like you were supposed to be like i christened what <laughs> just keep going okay the craziest you had to like do this thing basically just this <laughs> ceremony where you like graduated into becoming a brownie i guess from being a spark uh, okay and um 
and you had to be like something and look in you had to like fake look into this pond like your reflection to say like I'm a brownie or something I don't know don't ask (laughs) don't ask my point here you like almost fell asleep telling me that my point here is that it was me Emma and this girl Georgia Bradley who was so funny and a troublemaker and we it was a little fake pond that they made out of tin foil. Was there water in it? No, it was just like a fake reflect. The point was to look into a pond to see your reflection. For some reason, I don't know. I was like eight. Don't, don't yell at me. I'm just asking. Honestly, cut this. No, I'm not. I'm keeping all of this in. I'd like to know why they didn't just put water in a bowl. Because we were at a church basement. They don't have bowls at church? bowls of water at church um, please i guess you wouldn't really see your reflection in it you can see your reflection in tinfoil of course you can perfectly not perfectly Probably look but, like a funhouse clown more than just a water in a bowl i think okay so all right so do you want to know the punchline yeah i do so everyone had to go and it was a serious matter and you say like <laughs> i do this and i look into my reflection and i see i don't know what you were supposed to say i was too <laughs> floored by george's punchline that i and Emma and I died with laughter because it was a really serious moment. Like your parents came to watch you become Are a brownie. Are you serious? No, I have. Yes, I'm serious. I have pictures of my dad like in a suit with his briefcase, like fresh from work. Like he came home from work to come like watch me be a brownie or something. Oh my God. On this day. Not every time at brownies. It was like some ceremony where we were like graduating. Yeah. And the point is... It was a serious moment. It was George's turn. She walked up to the to the little pond uh-huh. and said, I look into my reflection and I see some a pile of tin foil. And Emma and I died laughing and we got in trouble. Did she get in trouble? Yes, she got in trouble because she didn't take it seriously. It was like we were talking about karate last night. Oh, yeah. With like karate. these things these kids have to do and they're like expected to take it so seriously and you like get in trouble for laughing. It's like, come on. Oh, my God. They're kids. Like I'm I was telling I was telling Annie last night that I was in jujitsu and like I was always put on the bench of happiness. I don't know if every dojo has this rule, but I kept getting kicked out, put on the bench of happiness for questioning things at Shaw Franco martial arts because you weren't allowed to question what the fuck was going on. And I was like, this is a cult, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to Shaw Franco Marshall. No, but for sure. I mean, brownies and girl guides and stuff is is definitely culty too. Yeah. Like we just did crafts and we went on camping trips and we You like, went on overnight camping trips? Yes. How much did your parents As a pay? girl guide. As a girl guide. I don't know as a brownie. Oh I, I think my we were God. too young as brownies. It was sick when the girl guides came over because they were stacked with those cookies, son. Exactly. Oh, I was nom 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 Emma, those. Emma and I were always so like snarky about it though. So when we would like me and Emma were at Emma is Stellar Eats. Oh yeah, Emma, Emma is Stellar Eats cooking. So um we were always in a team selling cookies and we'd go to like Young and Eglinton like Square, whatever, yeah. Silver City. And just be in the lobby there selling cookies and if we'd be like cookies someone would come like we would just be like say no if you don't want them but sometimes people go oh you know like I'm really trying not to eat refined sugar these days oh my god you're like bitch I'm 10 years old yeah and then they'd walk away and Em and I would just look at each other and go life story nine-year-olds being like bitch I didn't ask for your life story but I feel like you guys say that now yeah is that what that's from yes life story 
like we're like oh my god we have another life story on our hands like just say yes or no it's not that deep we don't no one wants to, to no one wants to disappoint two girls with berets on i know and it's like don't worry my parents will just buy the cookies i don't sell like yeah. they'll get sold like, exactly don't even worry about it yeah mommy and daddy i definitely friends. don't need to hear about your diet like, yeah like when you had to sell tickets to like the fun fair at your school and exactly. you'd be like oh shit do you want this ticket to the fun fair to like some cashier at bruno's and they're like no yeah and you're like it's okay it's fine i'm just gonna buy I just them all have to be here yeah just <laughs> shut up and pretend everyone pretend anyway uh wow insane departure from this girl talking about mean Mean girls girls. yeah how did we get there i don't know who cares but anyway i think you should um oh make new make new friends one is silver and the other's gold that's what we learned (laughs) (laughs) that's how we got there that's actually really good advice it is though it's like make new friends don't get rid of your old friends. Yeah. And we don't need to be ranking them in silver and gold. And we don't need to be ranking them, but honey. But there is something to an old friend that is gold. Old is gold. Old is gold. But silver's not bad. Nothing wrong with it. And I it love a lot of my silver be friends. And I've got a few bronze ones in there that <laughs> pop up and down. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing Some wrong platinum. with that. But yeah, you got to have more than just, and I think this was the advice we gave to the other girl who had a similar issue. It was like, you need to not have all your eggs in one basket when it comes to friends. Because mm-hmm. friends aren't going to be able to give you everything. And people just do change over the course of this long life. Yeah. And you got to have certain friends that you can go to in other times. And yeah. when some friends are being weird. Totally. So. A reason, a season, and a lifetime. These friends can't be your whole life because something weird's going on. So either you confront them and you get to the bottom of it. Or you just kill these girls with kindness and in the interim make new friends. Because fuck that crap. I don't need these freaks in my life. I'm disassociating as we speak. Oh. This is something that happens. Like, I don't know what's happening. Someone, hey. 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 <laughs> Hello? Hey. <laughs> if anybody else disassociates, hit me the Tell hell me up. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did he buy you a car? But does it help you? And I, it might not because I get it. Like, I have, I get anxiety too. And you like, I, I feel don't like think my- this is an anxiety. Well, it's obvious. It's like, this is honey. The- Annie's being like, bitch. No, this isn't an anxiety attack, though. Right. Usually I will get this with an anxiety attack. But sometimes if I'm tired or something, I'll just get it. This is my point. So my point is it's okay, right? Like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's not. I'd say it's more. And this moment, I'd consider it an annoyance. Because I'm sounding weird. Because you sound weird and and we're doing a thing that really requires speaking. This is all about speaking, baby. Yeah, that would be annoying. It's just But I guess like acknowledging acknowledging that it's there and that like it's fine and nothing bad's gonna happen is probably the only answer you're right that is which the only you're answer. doing you are acknowledging it exactly and i think we just so gave good for you us some really good advice <laughs> I think me so. some really good advice good happy to help excellent okay well sorry that that advice for you was shit um i just think when you're dealing with bitches they got to be told and or they got to be told or they got to be ditched or they got to be figured out so Yes? Yeah. You want to add anything to that? Sorry, I got a text. Annie went on her phone. I got a text. Oh, God. Bye. All right, Annie. Here's a little something we can talk about while we wrap this episode up. Have you seen Christina Aguilera's new face? No. Oh, honey. I'm going to send you a TikTok right now. Okay. This is akin. Here. I sent it to you. It's like the funny. Yeah. 
I when I first saw it, I thought it was like a joke. Oh God. Okay, one sec. Oh, so you want to talk about faces? Because that. Oh, I should turn this up. Okay. Yeah, it's Christina Aguilera, but she looks like a Kardashian version. Yeah, and like so young. She looks. Hey, hey, she looks amazing. She looks good. But that. Everyone, oh, sorry. It's Christina Aguilera. I didn't mean to start again. Someone stitched it and went, "Who?" Someone was like, is Christina Aguilera in the room with you right now? Because who the... Someone said, that's Tana Monjo. Tana Mojo. Mojo Shouts out to Tana Mojo. That'll never listen to my podcast, even though I'm her biggest fucking fan. <laughs> Why am I such a big fan of Tana Mojo? Everything she does kills me. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. And she used to have such a more, like, puffy face, I guess. Yes. So people are saying that about her. And then I don't know if you saw this photo of Selena Gomez, which I'm going to text to you. And people are saying the same thing about her. And I don't know Selena Gomez, oh, who I feel like we could also talk about her whatever the hell's where like oh yeah. I just texted any a picture. Like she looks beautiful, but yeah. Oh, someone said this looks like AI Christina. It's like yeah, that is actually kind of what's going on there. Yeah. Oh, she just edited this badly, Selena. Oh, it's a bad edit. I her. (laughs) Oh my god. Her head is shaped like Pinky in the Brain. Like the brain part. Oh my god! Her head right. is a light bulb shape. Yes, she made her uh, she made her chin too skinny in her. Yes, up- that's just an edit gone horribly wrong. Wow, <gasps> Annie's a, Annie knows she's a pro. Oh my god! Oh no, I know I'm, I'm that zoomed in too. Yeah, people were like dragging this picture, being like, "Who the hell is that?" And she's known for having quite a round face, so yes. it's like very obvious if you try to make it not that way. If you want to look, sorry, up this-, this is like an audio medium and we're just looking at pictures of people but yeah if you want to just look up christina aguilera tiktok and look up selena gomez new face on also tiktok if you want to see the pictures we're talking about it's a picture of her like in a black blazer and she just doesn't look anything like herself and christina aguilera also like it's like yeah they're both versions of what they used to be but yeah. it's like but I don't think Selena mm. looks like she used to be. She has a completely different face shape. Yes, you're talking this is Facetune for sure. Yes, this like, is this is Facetune. Jaw way smaller. People really love looking like an ethereal bug these days. Yes, she looks very bug like in yeah, this. Yeah, ethereal bug because that that's how like, I think because of the buccal fat removal trend like everyone is really concerned and I'm looking at you. Oh. Like with not because she got that. No, removal, because I'm concerned because, about like, it. because like you're always like massaging that part. Like you're really trying to but have a snatch But you know buccal fat is job. here. Okay. But that's the point. That's what I'm touching. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that, that, that. No, my concern is here. Right. But I just feel like in general, people are trying to have a, yes. this Yeah. They want that really strong jawline up. and strong cheekbone yeah. like look like a skeleton. <laughs> right. Or a bug. You want to be like puff puff in your cheeks, but like really hollow underneath. And the problem something. is I feel like with those buc- buccal or buccal fat removal, mm-hmm. like that's something that's really not going to age well because no. how, how like, like gaunt you get as you age, like don't take shit out. No. Yeah. If anything, like what you're obsessed with is lymphatic drainage. It's like, yeah. that's 
great. Love that's lymphatic drainage. That's supposed to happen. Well, that's because I eat like a fucking moron, Annie. And I <laughs> and also drink, drink like, a fish. like a fish. And that is all going to come to an end, as I stated at the beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny. Like yesterday when I was trying on my wedding dress and they were like, oh, are you like going to go on a diet? And I'm like, no, I'm doing such a bad job like I'm not even but they didn't up. say it like are you no no no, no. they diet? didn't say it like yeah. that sorry I just that, wanted to no 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 no. they were just like they want to know like do you plan on losing weight because that affects how we're doing these fittings so yeah. like if you're gonna lose weight you can't let it's us too know late, yeah basically and I was like I'm definitely not because and I but it's actually a matter of how much water weight I'm carrying that day because I like it's Christmas time as it so often is it mostly is. I go up by five whole pounds oh, yeah. every month. Easy. Easy. Sometimes I'm up by eight pounds. I'm like, what up? What did yeah. you? Just like one of the one week, I'm five pounds more and then I'm just really not the next week. And I'm like, okay. Okay. That was lit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was horrible. It's but. a fucking weird feeling being filled with water more than usual. Don't and then we're it. supposed to drink a ton of it. Yeah. Fuck, make it stop. Well, I guess that flushes it out. Does it? Pee a lot. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay. You're drinking water. So if I have water weight in my face, I can drink water. That's and why it'll... they say drink water. That's because why they say drink is what, water. Well, peeing is what flushes all of this out. Like, do you ever uh, wonder, like, where this shit goes? I assumed it went into Waste. my pee-pee and caca. Yeah, it does. So, like, the more you pee, the better you feel. <laughs> and the better you feel... <laughs> the more you pee the more you pee keep unless pissing. you have a uti it's not always hand in hand but like yeah. that's why they're like drink a ton of water because it's like it just makes you pee and then in your pee everything comes out <laughs> <laughs> all the bad stuff me and you learning about peeing like teach me more about peeing sorry i've never thought about it i don't it. need to teach you you pee crazy oh i live a crazy amount yeah i pee to live and i live to pee and that's that's, the that's circle great I'm that's why in. you're snatched yeah sure or it's because i get forma at the tight clinic shouts out to jamie at the tight clinic i want to give that chick you need to go see her i know i can't wait she's a fucking firecracker how out from my wedding should i start you should start yesterday no no no. you can start you can start next year (laughs) next year well next year is in three weeks right 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 after my wedding you can start in january like it's like it's like you need like six sessions and it just snatches your face forma i think is like the only thing like I asked Jamie because she's like a medical esthetician or whatever. And I'm like, what is the thing that you actually like? There's some things, obviously, yeah, you just fucking fake. do. And there's other things that she actually is like, this is legit. The facial she gives are legit. Mm-hmm. The forma she's like is the best thing in the world. Your and skin does look great. It's crazy. And yeah. IPL. I don't know mm-hmm. what that stands for. Something, something. Pulse light, pulsing yeah, pulse light. light. She said therapy. that for like skin pigmentation. I have to get that. Yeah. She was like, that is the best thing I've ever such, done. Um, like melasma melasma like from from sun damage wow my days in the tanning bed from your days in the tanning bed and nights on the tan catch up to me and here we are i couldn't tell if you paid me but yeah did you ever get a playboy bunny of course (laughs) of course like near your crotch Uh uh-huh oh my little uh your little what do you call this hip bone yeah just above your hip bone yeah wow that's hot i'd go to the tanning bed after school and we'd get those little sticker playboy bunny stickers how else would you know i was a hot girl i don't know <laughs> not by looking at you that's for sure then we'd show up to school we'd wear really low rise low jeans. low tna pants oh wow and then or or tna pants that would just cover and then we would be like oh oh look and then we'd be like here? showing our friends and then oh no did a boy happen to walk by when Uh-oh. i was showing off my playboy bunny sticker oh my god 
that's hot so crazy i was like 14 14 just tan- did your mom know yeah she came with me sometimes oh my god stop and this woman like should not be in the tanning bed okay like, she also annie found out like way later in life that her mom got a boob job are we allowed to say that no i guess <laughs> like she's not shy yeah she just got them redone yeah but annie always thought that she was gonna get like tits like her mom like she was gonna like one day grow up and be like oh my mom's got tits and then instead she just got a dump truck ass (laughs) (laughs) no you still got you you have tits you have some there's something there yeah yeah yeah. there's definitely something there but I definitely was like pumped for later in life I was like wow and you breastfed three children how'd you do that mommy well the third didn't it didn't take wait were you not breastfed then no oh formula baby that's why you're all smart (laughs) (laughs) That's where my dump truck ass. That's came where your from. dump truck ass, the formula went right into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> your oh ass is a joke, though. God. It's a true treat. Like the way my boobs are a treat, your ass is a treat. Like it's together, we really make quite a woman. Imagine, imagine <laughs> what would have, would happen if your ass, my skin tone, your blue eyes, my tits. Oh. Your hair probably because you've got that nice rich color. Well, my nose. Extensions. Oh yeah, your nose, hundo. Your lips though, I like your lips better than mine. Okay. And I like your legs, a hundred percent. We would just we take would, over the world. Hide Kim everyone. Kardashian. Who? Actually, who? That that would be like us without work done. Then yes. if we did a little nip tuck. Then we'd be so rich because we'd be so beautiful. We'd be so beautiful. People would be like, what the hell are we looking at here? Is this like a phoenix? Like, is this like something truly <laughs> special? <laughs> like, that would actually blow my mind. I even think if I just even had your eyes, I think I'd be something to look at. You are something to look at. No. Ugh. I'm talking about like. <laughs> We're not being serious. You fucking get it. Get real. No, like I like if I had your eyes, I'd be like interesting to look at. Ah. Like, whoa. Well, it would be extra interesting mainly because it would only be interesting. The eyes don't suit me at all. Yeah, because you're not someone who would have blue eyes. Yeah. Probably. Although some Greeks do. Some Greeks do. And you know what? Sometimes it suits them and sometimes you're like, ugh, it's like looking sometimes at a husky. Sometimes it's a little freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But it is always interesting. It's even always when it's interesting. Freaky. Yeah. You can't say it's not interesting. But then sometimes you're like, I wish those were brown. You look crazy, girl. That's true. I do often, like, sometimes even when people put in contacts when they normally have brown eyes, it's like, okay, interesting, but you actually are more beautiful with your brown eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like, that just didn't suit you, and now you look kind of freaky. really, some brown eyes, oh my God. Are breathtaking. It's true. Your brown eyes are not like other brown eyes. Honestly, Emma's eyes. Emma's are beautiful. Yeah, like some brown eyes, I liter- it literally makes me want to Emma's eyes are eyes. borderline green though. Like her eyes are so light brown. They're mm-hmm. like green. But They're yours s- get really light too. Mine turn yellow though. Yeah, but that's cool. Kind of like a wolf. That's really cool. Yeah, everyone, if anybody was wondering, my eyes don't go green, they go yellow, which is nuts. <laughs> my- <laughs> Something up there. Something- jaundice? Yeah, maybe I have jaundice. <laughs> I did have jaundice when I was born because I was folded in half and I crushed my own liver. I didn't know that. I knew you were double breech. Oh, I I was yellow. Oh my God. I came out a yellow hue. I looked like piss. Oh my God. That's so scary. (laughs) That is so terrifying. Yeah, it was all good though. Oh yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm disassociating 31 years later. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, that's probably why. I have PTSD from being a yellow folded handkerchief (laughs) banquet Banquet napkin napkin. 
guys, I just need you to know before we sign off, because I don't even know what this, let's talk about this segment. I know. It really made me realize, like, we can, we don't need to have a topic. Yeah, we don't need to have a topic. we really just end up But you can just know. Sorry, did you want to say more? I said we'll end up riffing. We'll end up riffing. God knows. Period. (laughs) Period, girl. I just want everyone to know that we, or I... When Joe and I have sex, the joke is that I can fold in half because because I was born preach or because I'm just <laughs> yeah, flexible. Don't say we. We. Oh, as in not me and you. Don't put you in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a banquet napkin. I am a banquet napkin. So that's what the thing is that like when Joe and I first started dating, when I'd like fold in half in bed, I'd be like, isn't it cool that I can fold in half like a banquet napkin? And he was like, what? <laughs> we thought that was so funny. We thought it was so banquet. funny. Banquet napkin. <laughs> And also, when I think of banquet napkin, I think of, like, be our guest. Yes, like a dancing napkin that's flowy. But no, I am a napkin that's... Yeah, like a flowy, like it's wearing a skirt. Like, that napkin's a... That napkin's get sexy. It's true. the napkin I'm talking about is quite literally just folded in half. Like, my legs behind my ears. Yeah. (laughs) Legs behind my ears. (laughs) Like, my legs are tied in a fucking bow behind my head. (laughs) Hot. Yeah. (laughs) Really hot. Depending on the day, it's like could also be quite disturbing. Like some exorcist. Some people really like. like that. Some people really like when you do this move I made up called the banquet napkin, <laughs> where you're like a lop rabbit. <laughs> Anywho, mm, yeah, no need to say anymore. I don't think there is. I was gonna say, should we talk about? I forget what I was gonna say. I was no, just, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, should we talk about the other bit we did with Butterball? But you know what? That let's save that for next mm, episode. Yeah. That's too long. Let's just save that for our next episode. So we're going to leave you on that note, picturing me folded in half like a (laughs) banquet napkin. And believe you me, it's hot. It is a sight to behold. The only way it could be better is if I had Annie's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) On you. Yeah, so the banquet napkin's peering at you with those baby blues. Come on. I thought you were meaning like Annie's eyes on the situation. (laughs) (laughs) We need you on the scene to report back to the pod either way she is indeed a banquet napkin no i meant more like oh sorry i'm just letting everybody know that my dog is having a dream and lv always when we record in person like is here and doesn't make a pee no she's the perfect dog i know and like she almost like knows when we're done because when we're done recording she'll sometimes wake up and be like oh oh she's my best mommy's done working mommy's done working her fake job on a Saturday? Wow, what a workaholic. Wow, she's a freak. <laughs> Luke, we said to Luke that we were going to record our podcast. We're like, yeah, we might do that or whatever. It looks like, yeah, you should. Like, you should try at that or whatever. And he was like, I mean, what the fuck else are you guys going to do today? No offense. <laughs> <laughs> we just started laughing. We're like, yeah, not None taken. I wasn't going to do anything I feel like else. we might have told that exact story in the intro, but hey. Oh, I think we didn't say the no offense part. No offense which is, is really funny. funny about that. Saying no offense is just so fun. As he fully said, you guys don't do you shit. You guys don't do shit. Like, why wouldn't you re- try and record your podcast? Don't we fuck like, with me. Honestly, You're like, yeah. all so right, daddy. This episode's dedicated to Luke, who doesn't listen. Yep. And Annie canceled her plans today to record this because she was like, ah, maybe I'll just be laissez-faire. And I said, maybe me too. And then she told Luke that. And Luke was like, uh-uh-uh, girly. Get on the mic. Spit some rhymes. So here we are. Bringing home the bacon. Bringing home the bacon. 
uh, hopefully eventually <laughs> if uh, hey if stellar uh, eats ever pays up yeah god damn it and uh, hey uh if you listen to this uh tell your friends about it eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like subscribe like subscribe follow us we realize that we actually do need to promote and like mm. not yeah we're gonna go to a studio that. we're gonna record our faces i always look like shit when we record this we got big big plans for the new year oh yeah we were watch out <laughs> <laughs> all right okay Okay. How long have these bongos been playing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna put on the bongos extra long so yeah. that you can enjoy those. I like. I, it's not I a bongo. It's a. It's a bass. bass. Right. Whatever. <laughs> not a drum at all. I like when the bass comes in. I hear it. And, well, obviously, I'm not hearing it right now. But yeah. I know you're gonna edit this. Yeah. And you're I like, gonna be I'm like, it. Oh, we're wrapping up. And then sometimes it's playing for so. Oh, long. I know. Sometimes we, I don't even try. Like I just place the bass there. Like the last one, I placed it there and I didn't turn it down. So the bass was loud in the last one. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, like, at what point you're like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm telling the audience we're wrapping. It's up. just I do my do it with my eyes. Like I'm like that amount of bass looks great. Well, so you never miss. Yeah, whatever I did this time was absolutely right. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next Bye. week. Right into dollspace.com. Kiss, 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 kiss. Love Bye. Love you.